Hey, it's John Williams. If your home struggled to stay warm this winter, then you know it's going to be hot this summer. Maybe it's those old leaky windows and doors. Call Next Door and Window, the company we hired. Right now, you'll get buy one, get one 30% off, plus 18 months of interest-free financing. So call 1-800-NEXT-DOOR right now. That's 1-800-NEXT-DOOR or go to 1-800-NEXTDOOR.COM. Podcasts. It's like radio, but it's not on the radio. Hogan Johns. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Obsession. Being obsessed. Anything that you do, if there's an obsession with it, you realize that obsession. good things come from that. WGN Radio's very own Adam Ho. Let loose and just have some fun as you go about winning. And the Chicago Sun-Times, Adam Johns. Hot round! Hot round! Bring you Chicago's best Bears coverage. There's a different vibe around the building. Obsession. Everyone's just coming to work every day, excited. Being obsessed. And that's what it's all about. And now, here they are. Perfection. Hogan Johns. That's right. The Chicago Bears are in the playoffs as a 12-4 and football team. Yes, I'm not Adam Hogue. I am Mark Harmon. Adam is out on the West Coast with the Wildcats for the Holiday Bowl. But you can't not have a Hogue and Johns podcast when the Bears are going into the playoffs at 12-4, and Adam Johns. So I'm sitting in. Congratulations, I feel like, is in order to the Bears, to George McCaskey, to Virginia, to Matt Nagy, to Ryan Pace. Really everyone, right? No no one saw this year coming. I, I, don't, I forget, Adam, what did you predict at the beginning of the year for the Bears? Uh, my season prediction, Carm, was, believe it or not, 9-7. and 9-7. Seven, and seven. So I was one of the more optimistic ones out there. I, I thought something good, or I, or I felt something good was afoot, but 12-4? and four? Come on. Nobody saw this type of turnaround coming. After last year, after firing John Fox, starting over with Mitchell Trubisky, I mean, this is insane, really. It really is. And, you know, forget about, like, what you thought before the season started. This team was 3-3. Three and three. Now, they were all games that they could have won, but they were 3-3. Three and three. To, to win 9 out of 10, to win 3 games in 12 days, to lose Mitchell Trubisky for 2 games, I, all of it, it's, it's incredible. And, I, you know, the biggest compliment, uh, the biggest reason, obviously, is the Spares defense, which is just a flat-out force. Yeah, they're the best in the league. Um, if you look at advanced statistics, it's the best in the league by, by a wide margin. Just playmakers at, at every level. And look, this was a desperate Vikings team that <laughs> had to win to have a chance to playoffs. Um, obviously, with the, the Eagles winning uh, their game against the Redskins. And look, the, the defense without Eddie Jackson being on the road in a loud environment came to play. They're in Kirk Cousins' face all game. He looked awful. $84 million does not go as far as it seems anymore. Uh, just just a lot of question marks about the Vikings these days. But look, look at the Bears. 12-4, and four, a lot of Pro Bowl players. Your young quarterback is playing well. Quite the story here. So, okay, let's rewind back. A lot of people, and just a lot of discussion, period. Should the Bears play their starters? Do you want to face the Vikings in the playoffs? The Eagles are playing really good football. Matt Nagy went all in today. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky's still out there when the game was over. The defense played almost every possession as well. So, I mean, they wanted to come in here and just not take the foot off the gas. I think it was more so than anything else, at least from my perspective. They just didn't want to mess with what they had going on, and this is another game that matters, and we want to go into the playoffs playing the way we've been playing 
Right. I, I get the concern of, about the injuries. I, I really do. Look, you saw Anthony Miller leave on the Bears' fourth play from scrimmage. The fourth play that was from scrimmage. Ouch. That was an with, ouch. Yeah, with, with, a, with a left shoulder injury. N- not good. So I, I get the concerns. I get the safer-than-sorry approach. But, look, I, I just felt at this point it would have been so – it would have been in conflict with what, what the Bears are, are building here under Matt Nagy, this be aggressive, this BU pro- approach. You had a chance to eliminate a divisional rival from playoff contention, and they took it to them. They, they, they took it to the, the Vikings here and, and allowed hostile environment in a game in, in a game that they had to win. The, the Bears were the by far the superior opponent. They're, they're the better team. Uh, they had the better quarterback today here at U.S. Bank Stadium, and I, I get the concern about playing your starters. I, I really do. But you got something good going here. As Matt Nagy said, said too, it feels good to win, and it's all about winning. See, you're at the game, so I don't know if you were able to hear or see the Aaron Andrews tidbit coming out of halftime where she went up to Nagy and said, hey, now that the Rams are up 28-3, to are you going to you know start to play or you know, start to sit your guys? And his response, according to her, was that that's the is that the score really? I didn't even know that. Well, we'll have to have a discussion about that. He it was like he didn't even know. He didn't care. I, yeah, yeah, he 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 don't want to know. That, that's true. That's a hundred percent true story. He confirmed that after the game, which it's kind of crazy. But look, give him credit. He he wanted to win from the start. You know, playoff seedings. You know, be damned or whoever they play. Next, you know, by by halftime, the Bears didn't have little to play for except for ruining the the Vikings playoff hopes, and they went for it. Yeah, I, I kind of respect it, just in terms of having that philosophy, not you know, coaching scared, being aggressive, keeping your starters in, and doing what you have to. I mean, you know, by the end of the day, he did rest some of his guys, but I do appreciate his approach, and I think a lot of fans should do. I mean, it just makes sense, doesn't it, Carm? Yeah, I, it just. The NFL, or just football in general, and I heard you and uh, Adam Hogue talking about this last week. It's very you got to get yourself psyched up to play a football game, man. It's not you know it's not like you have four at bats in a baseball game. There's just nothing like having only sixteen games. And if you're coming in with a mindset that's well, we're sort of going for it, but we might pull our guys at halftime. That is not safe. It's not how it's just it doesn't work. So clearly. That was communicated to the team, and I, and I just think the team just loves playing. They love playing for themselves. They love going out and whipping ass for lack of you know the whole thing. So uh, <laughs> right, I mean they just they wanted to beat Minnesota. Yeah, that's right. You're done. Yeah, yeah, Carmen. They set the tone early. Right, three three and outs for the Vikings to, to open the game. Your best players are showing up in the Vikings backfield. I'm talking about a key mix, Khalil Mack. They're all over Kirk Cousins. It was a statement. They wanted to go for the kill, and I, for one, uh, respect that. Not coaching scared, going for it, especially against a divisional rival. I never liked the idea of having to face the Vikings three times in a season, especially in back-to-back weeks. It just sets up for crazy stuff. Look, I get that the the, the Eagles are, are playing hot. I know we're going to talk about them in a little bit here. I, I get they got Nick Foles' magic going again, but... You know, be careful what you wish for. I mean, who knows? Maybe Minnesota has some surprises next week if, if they happen to pull this one out against the Bears. But you know what? It's not going to happen. The Bears took it to them. They, they really did. They went for the kill. And I, for one, respect that approach. I mean, Bill Belichick, um, for all intents and purposes, he's not afraid to play his starters in a Week 17 game. He knows how important it is to have some momentum going into the postseason. Yeah, and look, 
I guess the Eagles are a scarier opponent. I mean, I'm scared of the Eagles. They've been playing great football for a while now. They've, they beat the Rams on the road. That's incredibly impressive. Uh, the Redskins are dead, but they smoked them today. They, they beat the, the Houston Texans, which is, you know, it's a three seed in the AFC. I mean, they got some big time wins here. And one of their few losses of late was on the road at Dallas in overtime. The Cowboys have been playing great. But, Look, if you can't beat the Eagles at home, a 9-7 and football team, maybe they're a little bit better than 9-7, and but if you can't beat the Eagles at home, then you're not going on the road to beat the Rams and or the Saints. I mean, if, if you really want to win the Super Bowl, which is the goal, you can beat the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Guess what? Carm, we're having a conversation about the playoffs. Yeah. Like this, this is this is good. This this is what happens um, when you have a good team. And you know what? You have to get you have to beat good teams to continue your your playoff run. And I get people, fans, and you know even some media members get caught up in the matchups and stuff like that. But you know what? The Bears have an outstanding defense. They have a young quarterback who is being safe with the football and making big plays at the same time. Big throws on third downs again here against the Vikings. Things are going well for the Bears. I, I, look, I, I would take the Bears over anybody, um, it, it, whether it's the Seahawks or um, the the, um, the Eagles at home in a game like this. Uh, they just have too much momentum going for them. Again, I didn't like the, the three games against the Vikings. I, I feel like that would have been weird, but the way the Bears are playing right now, the Eagles, you got to like their chances. Well, Lear, let me throw out my concerns. Um, okay, and I, and I expect the Bears to play well. I expect them to eke out a win. But, okay, you've got Taylor Gabriel leaving. He's got a rib injury. Anthony Miller's shoulder fell off. Uh, and Allen Robinson's coming back as well. I mean, that's those are three pretty key offensive players right there. And I mean, I know Javon Wims looked good today, and even Kevin White had a catch. But if you really, if those three are all, I don't know, somewhere between say fifty to seventy-five percent, that is going to have an effect on the offense. At least I think it would. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have to give Trubisky some credit for the way he moved the ball uh, today with those guys, with Javon Wims, with Kevin White being his top receivers. Come, the Bears put together a sixteen-play. 75-yard scoring drive that lasted more than nine minutes in a loud, rowdy U.S. Bank Stadium. That's extremely impressive. A lot of that was Trubisky on third downs, throwing to guys like Wims. It's kind of unbelievable. Think about that. You know, Javon Wims is out there against the best third-down defense in the league, yep. making first-down catches. That's that's unbelievable in a sense. I mean, that speaks to Trubisky, that speaks to Wims, the coaching, everything, all above right there for the Bears. But to to answer your concerns, look, I'm going to believe Matt Nagy because he didn't really see this wrong in in terms of injuries this year. He's been kind of candid about it. He says he's confident that his guys will be okay next week. And I think Robinson will in particular. And obviously he's their top receiver. Um, They kept him out for for safer than sorry reasons. Obviously they had a game plan without him. Uh, But Gabriel seemed optimistic after the game. Anthony Miller was posting Instagram videos, dancing at Club Dub after the game. So you can see where the confidence of Nagy comes from. He was talking to his guys. Maybe they missed some practices this week, but you know what? The Bears have proven they have a, a few answers in their offense, and that starts with Trubisky. Yep. Okay. So that I, I did not see the <laughs> I, I, I did not see the club dub uh, Anthony Miller. So that that makes me feel good because if, listen, if you have if you have a shoulder like that, he probably is going to have surgery. I would think in the off season, but you, they just pop it back in. That's right. I mean, that's that's generally what happens with those situations. 
and and he'll he's a tough guy. He certainly he's one guy that certainly is not afraid to talk, right, Anthony Miller? No, no, no. He, he's got that Memphis grind mentality. <laughs> um, obviously, he's had an outstanding rookie season. Might be might could, could have been a little bit better, I think, in his eyes. But he's got what seven or eight touchdown catches. He's he's their number three receiver. He still has a lot to learn. And just as far as his injury, look, he dislocated his, his shoulder in week three. I think it was something that dates back to his Memphis days as well. He's played with the brace before, hasn't slowed him down completely yet. It's the playoffs. This is the time you gut out injuries. And the Bears, you know, compared to where they have been in seasons past, are looking all right personnel-wise with, with the, the big games about to start. So Jordan Howard over 100 yards on the ground for the second time this year, and he did it against the Rams. Now he's he's doing it against the Vikings. What do you do? You think that you're going to see a whole lot of Jordan Howard here against the Eagles as we start to look to next week? Yeah, absolutely. Look in these playoff games when you got good defenses playing to each other to establish some type of ground game to keep defenses honest. It's only going to help Trubisky, and obviously Howard broke off the long one early. Just a good sign from the start. Just in terms of the way he was finishing his runs, I thought this was Jordan Howard's best day. It's kind of weird. It's almost as if Matt Nagy saved him for this time of year. I'm not saying he did, but look, Jordan Howard looks fresh because of all of the activity that he had earlier this season. It's quite the thing to have if you think about it, if you're the Bears. Yeah, I I mean... The whole hubbub, I'm just thinking back to, oh, is Jordan Howard not getting the football enough? And I think it was just very obvious. Look, he's going when November and December hits and you got to grind games and rely on, on this defense if it keeps on getting better, which it has, amazingly, considering where it was already early in the year. You just This is this is played out exactly logically as you thought it would, right? And and And... It's not going to be uh, 70 degrees and sunny at Soldier Field on Sunday. You're, it, it just makes sense that Jordan's going to have to have a big game. And it, it, I think that plays into the Bears' hands. You, you want the colder, the better, in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, just to relate it to Trubisky, the, the most impressive thing for me about Trubisky's roller coaster second season, right? Your first with Matt Nagy, is that he's had success without a reliable running game. Like, how good would he be? if Jordan Howard could be counted on for four to six yards pop. I mean, he would be so much better. Just look at Jared Goff, right? Just look at what Patrick Mahomes had with Kareem Hunt before yep. he was cut. Yep, or Jared fair. Goff again with, with, with Tal Gurley, you know? Like the Eagles had going last year, you know, for Nick Foles. The Eagles had one of the best rushing offenses in the league last year. So obviously it's invaluable for a quarterback, any quarterback. But for Trubisky to make strides without it and now to maybe have it, Look, it's just another thing to be encouraged about when you think about the Bears in a postseason run. What has impressed you most this year about Trubisky? The way he's handled really the the scrutiny. He's done a really good job of staying in this the zero dark ten, and, and you know he's heard some of the criticism from some of the outsiders, but he's just gone with it. Look, his numbers, Carm, statistically are what Jake Cutler would have had one of his best seasons with the Bears, which is pretty crazy to think about. Like, So if this is the floor for Trubisky statistically, it's already the best of what you could expect or what you got from Jay Cutler. So things are – look, they were never going to be all sunshine and touchdowns here for Mr. Trubisky. He was going to have his struggles. But to see him go through some of those struggles, to see him, you know, have that next play mentality, and it sounds so cliche, but he's really had it, you know, from week to week and in games to get over his mistakes and keep playing football – and to play winning football for, obviously, a pretty darn good football team, that's what's impressed me, to be able to block everything out, 
to continue to learn, but also win while he's learning. That's that really resonates with me. Yeah, I, look, I said at the time that I I didn't love the trade, and if you lined up the resumes of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and Mitchell Trubisky, uh, he wouldn't be the. He, you would not if you just looked at the numbers. He wouldn't be the pick. But the bottom line is when, as we're, you know, that's all well water under the bridge, right? Now now we're here, and what I like about Trubisky, to, to your point, he, look, he is football, football, football. You can trust that the guy is going to do everything he possibly can to make himself as good of a player as he can possibly be. I don't think he's ever going to be running the streets late at night. I don't think he's ever going to embarrass the organization. I don't think he's going to embarrass himself. The biggest thing that he'll do to embarrass himself is wear a Bears sweater with uh, Christmas lights on it. So, uh, like, it, it's just... Which he thinks is a pretty good look. But, right, exactly. Like, that's what he's going to... So, like, look, he... You know, one, the greatest quarterback that the Bears have ever had in my lifetime, Jim McMahon, he didn't get everything out of his talent. He didn't like to work. He didn't like to lift weights. He he enjoyed the nightlife. It it cost him in his career. I don't, and I'm not saying that Mitchell Trubisky is going to be a ten time Pro Bowler or even a three time Pro Bowler or even make the Pro Bowl. But but like I do feel confident that he's going to get the most out of his talent. And I like the fact that he's got escapability. And he's honing in on, look, this is what this team needs to win. And, he, and he's doing it to the best of his ability. And it may, with this defense, it could be enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you can't underrate or, or overstate the, the intangible part of this. To, to see him huddle the entire team before games and give speeches and give the rallying cry. I mean, you never really ever saw that from Jay Cutler. He has all the intangibles that you want from your quarterback. Yes, he's got those workaholic habits, but it's also his persona, his charisma, the way he carries himself. People see it. People respect it. And, and look, they, they know he's a young quarterback. They know he's learning, but they, but they see the work he's putting in. They see the way he carries himself. That means a lot to a, a veteran-laden defense. It, it, it really does. So the, the Trubisky story, people will focus on the numbers. They'll focus on the interceptions. May, may, they may even focus on some of the third-down success. But part of his story is how he's really taken ownership, really become the face of the franchise and really has commanded the respect of that locker room. It cannot be overstated. So, yeah, and you're out there every day, and, and Adam uh, Hogue, of course, is as well. But so I just keep hearing that. Can you elaborate just a little bit more on that, Adam, where they, they're, the guys in that room are, are Mitchell Trubisky fans, for lack of a better way of putting it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you ask anybody on that defense, anybody, yes, again, they know they have a young guy who's learning. But they like him. They've gravitated towards him in so many different ways, right? From offensive guys to, to, to receivers like Kevin White who aren't playing much. Look, if Mitch Trubisky isn't connecting with his receivers in some intangible way, I don't think you see Javon Wims have four catches for 32 yards and two big ones on third downs here today. Look, they're responding to him. Allen Robinson, a veteran guy who played with Blake Bortles, is responding to him. Taylor Gabriel, a veteran guy who played with Matt Ryan, is responding to him. Trey Burton, who won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, played with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, is responding to him. He has some of that if factor. Now, does it always come out on the field? No, he's going to make mistakes. It's only his second year. People forget that. New system, very tough on quarterbacks. But the intangible part, again, 
This is his team. He knows it. And the players have bought into him really since day one, and especially now when you see him, again, lead those huddles before games. You see him interact with guys after the games. This is his team. Everybody knows it. Were you in club dub today? (laughs) I still have not gotten my my, my invite there, but Tyler, let me tell you, you could hear their booms. You know those Matt Nagy booms that he does in, in the locker room after games? You could hear that through a long hallway, a concrete building, these big concrete walls with with several doors separating the media um, from the Bears locker room. And I was like in the back of the media, and I could hear all the booms. So, look, Matt Nagy, we were talking about that overstating Mitch Trubisky's effect in the locker room. What Matt Nagy has done to really turn around this organization is something else. I mean, he should be the coach of of, of the year. Really should be just in terms of what he's done. I mean, look, Tom, the Bears have, are, are five and one in the division this year. Over John Fox's three years, they had three wins in the division. He went five and one against them in his first year. Well, and, and look, they should have won Week One. They could have easily beaten the, the Patriots. They should have beaten the Dolphins, and they could have beaten the Giants. So this team could be fourteen and two, fifteen and one, and. You know, and they are twelve and four. So to the whole Matt Nagy Coach of the Year, sure, I agree. Give him the the award. But it's also let's just name it. Pete Carroll's had a phenomenal year in Seattle. Uh, Anthony Lynn in San Diego. There's a lot of great coaches this year. I mean, teams that have jumped up, and he he's at the top of that food chain uh, in in a year where there was a lot of impressive coaching jobs. So it's it's really quite a compliment to him when you when you look. The Bears the Bears are what eight and one their past nine games nine and one nine and one something like that nine and one yeah yeah their their last loss was on the road against a pretty hot Giants team in a wild game when it was rainy with Chase Daniel as your quarterback but they lost in overtime yeah yeah this is so I I think we may have just underrated what the Bears are putting together here look has it been pretty no they had to eke out a win against the Forty ers did not look all that great in San in San Santa Clara I should say. But here they are on the road against the Vikings, and they just dismantled them. I mean, the, the, the Vikings look discouraged. Adam Thielen and, and Kirk Cousins are arguing on the sideline. The Bears are the superior team, start to finish, and, and that starts with Nagy. Trubisky came back from injury through three picks against the L.A. Rams, the best team in the NFC, or the second-best team in the NFC, and they won the game. They won, you know, they, they won three games in 12 days. They, the Bears have been incredible. They they really have. So I look. I hope it's a deep playoff run. They they have the pieces to do it. Stay healthy yeah. and uh, yeah. Let's let's wrap up look, with that. It, Go ahead. Yeah, well, just one thought on the Eagles. It, it, it won't be easy, but they're going to be favored. I mean, the Bears are going to be favored. Nick Foles got his ribs banged up today. Um, the Eagles' defense isn't the same as it was last year. I get that they're kind of hot here towards the end of the season, but it's just refreshing, Carm. To be talking about playoff football. My, my last few visits here, we were getting prepared for head coaching searches. John Fox fired. Mark Tressman fired. That's what we returned home to. 
after games here in Minneapolis. Not now. Now we're talking about playoff football. Yeah, with a team that's very young and under control as far as contracts go. I mean, this is this is not the this is not going to be a one-time thing. I you the odds of that at least are very 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 small. This this team is built for success for the next couple of years. So, uh, this is just the start, man. It's just the start, Adam Johns. Uh, thank you for by the way for letting me sit with you today in place of Adam Hogue. It was it was most definitely my pleasure to be on the podcast. You guys have been doing a phenomenal job. It's been fun, Carm. Anytime, anytime. You know, they, they, they had him. You know, he, he works kind of hard, or, or so he says. So I'm, I'm happy to hang out with you too, Carm. Anytime. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that. Thanks for letting me jump on here. All right, we'll be listening to Hogan Johns come uh, come. Hopefully, a, a long playoff run here. And, and Adam, great to be with you today. We'll we'll uh, we'll hear you after the Bears. Hopefully, beat the Eagles. All right, Carmen. We'll see you, my friend. Okay, there he goes. It's uh, and thank you for checking out Hogan Johns. My name is Mark Carmen, sitting for Adam. He's back on the next one, and yes, the Bears are twelve and four. They're in the playoffs. Hopefully, we're all getting ready for a deep, deep run. <laughs>